Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. so freaking bad wrestle me welcome everybody to juice pro wrestling episode 109 retro mania redux that's right with juice and threaten today we are welcome uh, welcoming our first returning guest <laughs> in the brainchild the head honcho of retro mania wrestling and retrosoft studios one mike herman what's going on brother hey, hey guys thanks for having me back I, and i feel special the first repeat <laughs> hey yeah that's right We'll have to bring it on again so we can get a three-peat and do it three <laughs> times so we can say, fuck the Bulls, ain't got shit on the JP <laughs> How you doing, brother? Pretty good. Staying busy. Uh, not enough hours in the day. Oh, man, I can imagine. Uh, you know, I, as I'm sure you've seen, you know, we've been keeping up tabs on you guys and oh, your yeah. progress with the game and, uh, you know, sharing it. And, man, we got a lot of people into this game that are ready and stoked and waiting for it to drop. Um, so tons of news since we last had you uh, on episode 78 as far as um, the, your guys' final roster is finally set up and ready to go. Um, more arenas, more partnerships with uh, different uh, enterprises such as like pro wrestling tees. And, uh, you know, you guys had the NWA. I, don't, I can't remember if we did when we had you on last time, if that was, uh, if that was a thing or not. I think it might have been. We might have just know. announced it, I think. I think so. I think it was afterwards. I was like, yes, <laughs> but it was super cool. Cause I, I remember watching that commercial on uh, NWA power. And yeah. I was like, Dude, that, that's what's up. <laughs> that's what's up. Uh, so uh, some great roster additions before we get into anything else, that's kind of something I want to touch on first, because um, for those of you out there that are listening or, or watching this on YouTube, jpdub.com, hit like and subscribe. Boop, boop, boop. Um, this game will be available for Xbox One, the PC, PlayStation 4, and uh, ooh, which brings me to another question real quick, um, and Nintendo Switch. So before we get to this roster real quick, are you guys going to be doing anything as far as this, you know, the new consoles are going to be dropping this, uh, at what, fall or Christmas time? I mean, I'm assuming this is a new enough, going to be a new enough game where it'll just carry over. To those platforms or yeah we're finding that the the playstation 4 and xbox one don't have enough power for our 2d sprites so i think it may be a <laughs> uh, it may be a scarlet and ps5 exclusive now just because we don't have enough horsepower oh man horsepower you need that war horsepower <laughs> or yeah that um i think horse? i think we um i know both systems are backwards compatible mm. so 
um, we should be able to support um, the new consoles as well. Um, we're, we're still kind of trying to figure all that out and how it affects us. But from, from what I've read, we, we can handle some stuff on our end to make sure it's compatible. So we definitely will want to do that. Oh, for sure. Now let's dig deep into this roster because you, right. you have an eclectic mix of uh, we got legends, current superstars. Uh, you guys got indie talent on here. And that was one of my favorite aspects um, early on when you guys had the the tournament to – this was like the first time it was ever done uh, in a professional wrestling video game. You guys, you threw out a, a tournament with a bunch of indie guys and said, hey, we're going to let the fans vote. Who do you want to see in this game? And I knew as soon as you announced Warhorse, I was like, man, that's money in the bank. I, I just <laughs> I knew it. I talked to him a few times about it uh at warrior wrestling and stuff i was like dude you got this you don't even have to sweat it man like you might as well tell everybody right now you're going to be in your first video game which is <laughs> super fucking cool um so he's really stoked about it i know last time i seen him at warrior a couple months back um he was like telling me he's like man dude like you know they got a whole arena for me and stuff like this it's gonna be fucking cool um so if you can just let everybody know run down the roster of who you guys got signed on for this thing yeah, absolutely. So you mentioned Warhorse first, and you know I'll give you when his uh, arena that he he designed it. Um, you know he basically wrote it out on paper and then took a picture of it and sent it to us. So, <laughs> I love it, and it came out awesome. Like it's done, and I'm playing in it now. We're we're, we're going to tease it soon. Um, we we don't want to give it away. Initially, we were going to just let it kind of be a surprise at the game, but it's it's like too cool. It's too cool to wait. Like it'll, I think it's going to generate a lot of publicity for us. It just the way it came out is just awesome. So he did a really great job. So yeah, we have Warhorse. We got the Legion of Doom, the Road Warriors, back from the original game. Uh, they're the only carryovers. Um, but we have the boss of the of the tag team mode. We have the three members of the Blue World Order in there: Stevie Richards or Big Stevie Cool, the Blue Guy, Blue Meanie, and Hollywood Nova. Um, <laughs> yeah. We got Tommy Dreamer. Uh, in the House of Hardcore, we got the NWA license and the the real world's champion, Nick Aldis. Um, That's right. We, we got um, Jeff Cobb, who uh, recently, uh, he's been all, all over the place. Ring of Honor, AEW, he's made in a couple appearances. New Japan, um, same with Zack Sabre Jr. He's made a couple of appearances different places. So we had Zack Sabre Jr. Um, we got Colt Cabana. Who is boom, boom. Ben? Yeah, boom, boom. Uh, Cole Cabana is in. Um, trying to go in order, and I uh, Nikita Koloff was a recent announcement that we made. Yeah. The Russian Nightmare. I love it. Yeah, uh, he's awesome. He, I've got to know him a little bit, or just through a couple exchanges via email. Just super great guy. Um, and then our most recent signings are no Austin Idol, uh, back from really big in Memphis. Oh, yeah. uh, another NWA legend. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just running through it here. Uh, and then the two most two recent guys we signed were Matt Cardona and Brian Myers, who were recently uh, released. And I'm really excited to see where they end up as well. Um, yeah, threw me that threw me off. I mean, uh, you know, I was following you guys were dropping hints on who it was going to be, and I was like, man, that was, that was pretty fresh. So, uh, were you in talks with them before their release, or? We called them the day we we heard about it. Nice. We, we got a hold of them, and the day we heard about it, we got on the phone with them, um, and and 
we were able to to see, uh, sign him up. So uh, it was pretty quick negotiations, but I think we were the first kind of deal deal they signed um, after they were re- released. And you know, we're just they fit really well into what we're doing. Um, oh yeah, and their I whole retro it. wrestling figure stuff and all that stuff. Uh, I was so, just gonna say I can yeah, I, I can see Retromania retro action figures. I can see them guys helping <laughs> get that done. You guys get a line, dude. No doubt that would be super fucking cool yeah and it's just everything about them you know just really fits with um what we're doing uh, so we definitely wanted to get them them in the game and you know like i said it just really fits and then um the last uh the last guy we're missing here is the star of our story mode uh johnny retro <laughs> yeah for those of you that aren't aware that's uh john morrison that's right. And you can bleep that if you want in case we don't want to get sued, you know? No, nah, that's fine. You can keep, you can say it. I can't. Oh, all right. <laughs> but yeah, um, current WWE superstar, but you guys had that shit set up beforehand. Yeah. Um, well, before several months, actually, we were sitting on it a while, just trying to figure out the best time to announce them. And then when he, mm-hmm. he called us and said, Hey, I'm resigning he, with, uh, with, um, I'm like, no problem. We're already using our own copyrighted name for you. And it was right. funny because he doesn't own any of the gimmicks. <laughs> really? <his> real name. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many Johnny names, too. I know. I know. I know. Man, Johnny Mundo. You got Johnny Nitro. Uh, shout out to our boys, um, Mondo Lucha up in Wisconsin. He, Johnny Mondo. <laughs> yep. It's just everywhere. Yeah, oh, so um, it really shaped up well. And then um, we're actually uh, – I think we're going to be announcing our first DLC character that's going to hit post-launch uh, very Ooh. soon as well. Ooh, you guys going to drop any hints or are you just going to go full-fledged and drop it all out there ha- at once? Hashtag DLCB. That's mm. your hint. DLCB, huh? Yeah. Hmm. Got my mind spinning already. <laughs> Who is it? Where's the snake? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know who it is. Who is it, Sredden? I don't know. I know you piece of shoe. <laughs> you keep quiet down there, damn it. <laughs> um, so going along with uh, the roster, not only do you have that, but like I was saying earlier, you guys have a killer arena set up. I mean, you guys are going to be doing the NWA Power is going to be an arena. Yep. Um, you got the War Horse Arena. Um, Pro Wrestling Tees has their own arena. Um, how many more arenas you guys got in this game? I think the ones we haven't showed yet, we have at least four distinct, completely distinct arenas that we haven't shown yet. Um, and then we are going to have a bunch of different like color changes and screen, um, ring uh, color changes, different tones of those. But I think when all said and done, we'll have over 10 unique ones, and then we'll probably double that number with the different – different like color schemes, different logos, and a couple of tweaks to each of them. Nice. And uh, as far as a lot more variety than the original. Oh yeah. Yeah. And for those of you out there listening and watching that don't know, this is the official sequel to the old school arcade smash hit wrestle fest. Used to pump quarters in that motherfucker at celebration station all the time. (laughs) I I played a ton of it. They had one uh, where I went to school they had one in the common area, a wrestle fest. I can't, I what? don't even remember how many quarters I went through. That's so awesome. Um, getting into match types, though. 
Because I think you guys have added on some more stuff with that, too. So you're going to have your Royal Rumble type match or Battle Royale, I should say. Retro Rumble. Um, Retro Rumble. Retro Rumble. Damn it. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A lot of stuff to beep. I know, right? Uh, (laughs) You guys are going to have some hardcore matches, obviously. Um, Weaponry and all that good stuff. Take us through some of the match types you guys have. Yeah, so um, as I said a few minutes ago, we have a story mode uh, where you'll play as Johnny Retro. So it's not like uh, Skyrim or any game like that. It's not this multi-arcing, Breath of the Wild, you know, uh, masterpiece story mode. But it's just enough to give you a taste for the different personalities in the game uh, and take you through. Um, and you will have choices. There, it is it is multi-branching, but nothing nothing. Uh, Nothing too elaborate, but just a fun story that we hired a writer uh, to write for us who's a huge wrestling fan, uh, and he did a really good job on it. Your first decision, I'll give you a little hint, is whether or not to join the BWO. So um, that'll be one of the decisions you have to make. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, that's choice has already been made. It's a choice <laughs> for me and a choice of a new generation. <laughs> so we got our story mode we have our 10 pounds of gold mode which is your typical like fighter game fighting game uh play through the roster win the championship then defend your belt and um you know play through it again so and in that mode you'll have different match types that you'll have to win depending on you know uh who you go through with and things of that nature um and then in addition to the 10 pounds of gold mode you have versus mode Versus is where you can basically do anything you want with any of the options we have in the game. So you can do a singles match, tag team match, six-man tag, eight-man eight tag, um, three-way match, four-way match. You can ha- Any of those variations can be either a cage match, uh, falls count anywhere match. Um, uh, you can have, if it's a tag mode, you can have a tornado or traditional and if it is a tag, again, if it's a tag mode, you can either do elimination or a traditional match as well. So, and any combination of any of those. Um, and then you have uh, in your retro rumble, you can determine how, how often the entrants come out, um, how many people are in it, how many are in the ring at once, how many people start in the ring at once. You could actually do a traditional battle royal, or you could do kind of like a gauntlet if you wanted to, where there's only ever two people in and the winner stays. So nice. there's a lot of different match types to add as much replayability as we can to the game and keep everybody interested uh, <coughs> as, long, as long as we can. And there, there will be uh, online multiplayer for this, right? Not at launch. Uh, it's something we actually already started working on, but it's not going to mm-hmm. be ready for launch. It's just it's super buggy right now. And we right. really need to refocus like everybody on the team to just be working on that to do it right. Um, right. you know, I, I read a lot of horror stories. Even recently, there was some game that's been going through it now where their online multiplayer isn't any good. Um, and we don't want to go through that at all. Oh, yeah. I mean, and it's it's some anyways, I think people will enjoy this game enough that, you know, you'll, they can wait for it. You know, right. wait for quality. You'd rather have that than uh, have a <coughs> 2K situation on your hand. <laughs> <laughs> no comment on that one. I don't... <laughs> it's all good. I'm not, I'm not fishing. I, I just, I, I was, uh, I saw it was on sale on Xbox for, I think it was like 15 or 20 bucks now. And I was like, ah, should I do it? Should I do it? No, nah, no, nah, I shouldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't I could bring myself to do it. Because I love reading the reviews, you know. I think people are pretty honest for the most part in uh, the review section when you before you buy a game, and right. it just it, it, even still to this day, it's just unfortunately it's super buggy. And but that's all right, you know. That's them. 
we're talking about you. I I can't wait for the Retromania. This is this is gonna fucking rule. It's there's so much different stuff going on with this game. Um, a little bit of old school, new school, the future of pro wrestling. Um, that it, it's very different. I think from anything else that's been offered in a very long time. And that, even that's even considering, uh, whatchamacallit, what's the damn game, uh, fire pro, right. which I haven't been, I, I bought the game. I haven't been able to get used to it and it sucks. Cause there's so much shit you can do in there. And I just, right. I can't get the timing and shit down with it. And I read all the reviews like, well, you know, it's great. Once you get the timing down, you have a lot of fun. You have to have fun with it. <laughs> yeah, it's tough. I mean, I, I've been playing fire pro since it was on the Saturn. Um, and it oh, took, shit. Yeah, it took a while to get, you know, the time down. But it's more of a simulation. But I was always – I my preference was always the arcade-style games. Um, always. Fast. Like, I don't get me wrong. I played a ton of Fire Pro. I mean, I had the six-player tap for the Saturn, six controllers, <laughs> and I played with my friends on it. So, I, I definitely there's a place for it in my library for sure. But I, oh, yeah. do, I do like the change of pace that arcade-style games bring as well. Oh yeah, it, it, to me it's just, uh, and I'm such like an ADD type of guy, I guess. I just I want my action. I want it there. I want it fast. I want it. I want it now. You know, I want to veg right. out on this stuff. I don't want to have to concentrate too much on specific timing of a, of a move, um, which really is no knock to them. I just got to invest more time into it because it's still it's still a great game. There's a lot of stuff you can do, um, and I really love their creative character, which brings yep. me to my next point. <laughs> I'm sure you've been asked a million times, what are we going to get? Are we going to get a creative character? So, you know, at some point we hope to. Uh, and, and really, you know, the reason we're not doing it at launch is just, honestly, we don't have a big enough budget to put all the features into the initial launch of the game as I would love to do. Like, mm-hmm. the creative character mode, just women in general. Like, I want to do female wrestlers too. Uh, it's just they're all different models, even in 2D, 2D speak. There's different animations we'd have to draw, different models. We basically used four kind of models for our for our men. So we have like a tech build, a strong build, a heavy build, and like a super heavy build. We'd have to do the same thing. We have to do the same thing with all the women to do it right. Um, so it's just, yeah, in an ideal world, we'd have everything at launch. And same with create a wrestler. We'd have to have we have to have so many more animations than we currently have. And we have a decent amount of animations. Uh, like over 300 moves, I think, are in our game. So, you know, WrestleFest probably had under 100. Yeah. Uh, the original <laughs> one. You know, I've been probably maybe under 50. Um, you know, so we definitely added a ton of moves to the game. But in order to do create a wrestler properly, we have to add a lot, lot more. So we hope, you know, we're really concentrating on getting that that foundation laid of this initial game make it fun, build our fan base, show that there's an audience for it, and then reinvest that into the game to make additional features. That's awesome that, you know, you continuing to support the game. Um, I don't think there's really enough of that these days. I mean, maybe with certain games, uh, I'm seeing it now with uh, a game like, uh, I'm a big fighting game fan too, uh, Mortal Kombat. I was happy to see them come out with like the aftermath. Like for the first time ever, they have storyline DLC. Well, which was super awesome. And then, of course, you got RoboCop. Uh, you yeah, guys that was check pretty out. cool. Oh, man, dude. I, you know, being a kid of the 80s and all that, and then just loving my violent and horror movies and action <laughs> movies and stuff, like, that was that was the icing on the cake. Now, if they just drop Ash Williams, I mean, I'll be, I'll be in absolute heaven. 
awesome. <laughs> Didn't they have like uh, something like uh, Mortal Kombat mythologies or something, Sub Zero? Oh, we're talking way back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about a steaming pile of shit? <laughs> yeah, I think it was like really a PlayStation bad. game or something. Um, yeah, I think it, it might have been on PlayStation. That was on N64. Uh, it was it was just bad. They they branched out a few times. Did like I think there was another one called Shaolin Monks. Yep, yep. Um, that I've actually I I've heard it got pretty decent reviews. So I, I've never played that one. I always stuck with just the base games because anything that branched off was kind of like why why are you doing that? Don't do right. that. <laughs> right. But uh, yeah, I love I love when you can support a game and uh, you know keep adding quality to it and and not making people go and buy a new game like every couple years. You know right. like maybe stretch it out a little bit longer, you know, and just add more content on. I mean, right. shit, you look at games like uh, Call of Duty now, which that game has been out almost a year uh, for Modern Warfare, I think is the latest one. I can't tell you how many gigs of updates that I've had to do for that game. Right. It's it's just absolutely ridiculous. The last one was like a 30 gig update. And <laughs> how do you get a 500 gig Xbox? What, what's going on? <laughs> Yeah, but I mean, that's cool because the day and age we live in now, we can do updates after we launch, you know, whereas right. you were kind of stuck with what you got back before, you know, the advent of online play and all that. And it's funny, you think everybody would take advantage of that, but, you know, you still have, um, you know, kind of big, big companies just need that revenue stream every year. Yeah. So they got to kind of, uh, the you know, video game prices really haven't, come down at all they're probably actually cheaper when you take in inflation than they were because i remember i remember paying i think 80 dollars or something for street fighter 2 on the genesis yeah oh yeah i do man i, I think i might have got a controller with that but you know it was like a 10 dollar controller or something and 70 bucks for the game oh yeah i remember super mario brothers 3 when i bought that at toys r us and it was ridiculous i think it was close to like 70 bucks and we're talking, you know, 30 years ago. That's, right. <laughs> it, right. What does that equate to now, you know? Right. Ridiculous. Now I think it's like a new game is generally like 64, 19 or something. That's with tax. Right. That's cool. Right. Some of these games, uh, you got different price points in games too, like with your guys' game. You know, it's like, yeah. it's not, that's super awesome, you know? Yeah, we're coming in at twenty four ninety nine for pre-orders. And um, we'll go to twenty nine ninety nine when we launch. Now, speaking of pre-orders, um, so you can pre-order right now via Steam and Nintendo, right? Yeah, only on our store, though. though. So okay. the, way, the way all the publishers work is you need to get closer to your release date before you can actually go on like Steam Store, eShop, the PSN Store, and Xbox Store. So we'll be on all of those stores when we're 30 days out from launch. Mm. And we'll offer the same $5 off discount then as well. Cause not everybody's comfortable buying from our website, which I'm totally on, you know, no, no worries with that. So it'll be out and we'll, we'll still extend that pre-order price uh, once it's out on all the actual console stores as well. And will you guys be doing, uh, cause I, I saw on your website, you got like the case where you get like the stickers and stuff yeah. with that. Yeah. So we have a digital plus edition because um, we don't have a physical one planned yet. We are talking to a couple companies about it, mm. um, but everybody's like, well, let's wait and see how it does. So we can't really promise that yet. Right. Um, so it's definitely something I want to do. I think this game's perfect for a physical release uh, somewhere. I think there's a good audience for it. 
So we're hopeful we can make that happen. So, um, what, but they're all telling us, you know, wait till digi- it goes digital first and then we'll talk. Uh, but we're talking to a couple companies about it right now. We need to get Stevie on board. Isn't Stevie the one making uh, your, your cabinets and stuff? Yeah, so he put that together. Uh, so we reached out, and he has all the info on his YouTube video, but we reached out together to an arcade guy, and he made the cabinet, and then Stevie put it together and did all, put the artwork on. I helped, we helped, I helped him design the artwork and all that. I, I mean, could you imagine a Retromania arcade one-up? Come on, yeah, you know. <laughs> it would be cool. Yeah, the, the, yeah. We've talked, I've talked to a company now behind me, uh, if you can see a little bit, it's not a great lighting, but I have an at legends or at games legends ultimate. So if you're not familiar with that, that is kind of a multi-cade where it has um, a trackball, two spinners, two joysticks, uh, six buttons on each controller. And we, ha- we were at PAX East a couple months ago and we took it there and we were playing Retromania on that arcade. Um, and that <laughs> thing's reskinned to be a Retromania arcade as well. Nice. Yeah. So they did. They 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 uh they gave us that unit, and, and you know, and we we've been we the plan was to take it out with us as we were planning on going to a couple of conventions this summer. Now, a lot of that's probably not going to happen until maybe September, but um, that that'll be the plan. So with I mean, with this whole thing going on, this whole uh, pandemic and whatnot, has this uh, kind of slowed the process for you guys or anything like that? A little bit. You know, we were already remote you know, for the most part, we don't have an office. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm based outside of Philly. We have people pretty much in every time zone. We are on, we were represented on five of the seven continents on this planet. So we have people all over the place, but you know, everybody was affected a little bit differently on our team. So we definitely right. lost some time and lost a little steam. And then, you know, we got that chance. We were going to launch with 14 characters, but then when Matt and Brian became available, we couldn't pass them up. So, uh, and we were able to sign them. So I'm like, we'll get them into launch. So we hired, we hired three more artists to try to hit our date. And we hired two more programmers actually that started this week as well, just to help us get all of our moves programmed into the game. So, uh, we're doing our best to get as close to that July release as we can, but I will say we're not going to push it out if it's not ready. I'd rather take a couple extra weeks to put some more polish on it. And I think people will appreciate, we'll get a little bit of flack because people love to complain. Um, but as long as we're not Duke, Duke Nukem forever, I think we'll oh, be, come on. We'll, be, we'll be forgiven. We'll be forgiven. Yeah. No, yeah. Duke Nukem forever. Yeah. What was that? Like 14 years or something? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, well, you waited 30 years for the sequel to this game. You can wait a couple more weeks. That's right. Yeah. Oh God. And what did that end up becoming? I, <clears throat> I had that. It was on 360, I believe. Yeah. Oh God, that was a shit game. <laughs> anyways thanks for reminding me about that mike uh, no worries well guy <laughs> <laughs> um so with uh with your cast and everything that you guys got going on you're all the licensing and all that was there anybody that you can think of right now that you you really wanted to get and it just it either it fell through or it couldn't happen or you were like that close to getting and you're just like damn you know maybe next time around well, the guy I want to get, and I think at some point, maybe in next year, he may become available, but it's Magnum TA uh, from Ooh, the yeah. NWA. I, I've, I've always I, – he was my first favorite wrestler. 
Oh, uh, awesome. Up. Like, I remember him winning the U.S. title against yep. Wahoo McDaniel in a steel cage with the belly-to-belly <laughs> yeah. belly suplex, you know? <laughs> Good times! <laughs> so, I just think, you know, it's a shame what happened to him. I think he really would have blown up. But, like, oh, yeah. he was my guy when I was, you know, I'd probably say 10 years old, eight, eight, maybe eight maybe even a little younger than that. But I, I loved him. The I, the I Quit match with Tully Blanchard and the um, the best of seven with Nikita Koloff that he did. Yeah. You know, so I have really good memories. I, I hope we can make that happen at some point. Um, I think, you know, he's definitely interested. I can say that. Uh, it's just it's a licensing issue right now. There's a conflict of interest. So uh, we're hoping maybe next year or hopefully it doesn't go longer than that, but I'm hoping at some point next year we can get that done. Awesome. Um, I saw too. Uh, did you keep up with the entire season, uh, Dark Side of the Ring? Oh yeah, I've seen every one of them. <laughs> uh, the Road Warriors one, I super. Odd. I mean, they're all yeah. great. Um, I kind of, you know, I kind of know that story. A lot of us do. I mean, especially if you had the what was it the uh, the WWE DVD they put right. out like ten, fifteen years ago. Um, I just I thought that was super cool, man. You, you know, you got Animal in the game, uh, Dark Side of the Ring. Uh, what was your thoughts on that whole entire season, man? I just, that's a really well done show. I mean, I watched all season one and all season two. And mm. it's funny that one of the real interesting ones this year that I had never even heard of was the other UWF. Oh yeah. 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 I just, I don't know where I was or it just wasn't, didn't play around here. Now, granted, I did not have cable growing up. So if it was mm. on cable television, I'm, I would have missed it anyway. Because, like, I missed all the TBS stuff unless I went to my cousin's house who lived in Ohio. So that was, like, an eight-hour trip. So they, I, would getting, I would see it a couple oh, times a year. But I had no idea that even existed. And they had a lot of star power. Um, oh, they time. had Andre. Andre, yeah. that was, like, before, like right before he passed, too. Yeah. So that one was really – and, then, you know, the whole Owen Hart thing, just tragic because he would have been huge. And, and they made a good point. I think it was in the documentary, unless I read it somewhere else, though, but – that was right before, like, uh, Eddie Guerrero and Benoit and all those guys that he could have worked with. Uh, yeah. Really got – and Jericho, you know, for that matter. Oh, yeah. Uh, who They could have had great matches, you know. Uh, it just – it sucks that all that happened, you know. Yeah, it took me back, man. I, I remember, you know, the day it happened um, – I wasn't watching that pay-per-view, but it, you know, I had friends that were, and you, you get phone calls and they're like, hear this shit. And it's like, damn, man. Like, uh, I was actually, I just, uh, quick story for you real quick. My, uh, my newborn son, Milo, he's, he's real colicky, man, real colicky. And it stinks. <laughs> but, uh, we had a uh, double or nothing on the pay-per-view and I was so elated because I, he just wouldn't stop crying. And then like, we had him on the floor on his blanket and he, he like, he caught the pay-per-view, and for like two hours straight, he was just enamored with it. I'm like, he fucking likes pro wrestling. Like, get out of here. He was awesome. And so now it's like if you ever if he's fussy, we'll throw wrestling on. And I shit you not, man, he like – he just snaps out of it. That's and, awesome. Uh, I was watching um, – so I put on the Owen and Brett match for him from WrestleMania 10. Oh, yeah, that's awesome. And I saw uh, the Owen Hart Foundation on Twitter posted something about the new T-shirts uh, that came out um from pro wrestling tees which is also really cool yeah and uh i posted that video on there and they're like that's got to be the cutest baby ever <laughs> i was like that's <laughs> awesome thank you but man <clears throat> i i also listened to martha on jericho's podcast 
and he brings up a good point. I mean, Owen was really ahead of the curve as far as like what a lot of people are doing nowadays. You know, I mean, back in the day, a lot of people weren't doing Owen stuff, you know, like right. the backflips and he was, he was, he was all around. He could do anything, you know, yeah. the comedic aspects, the actual professional wrestling, you know, he could get like his dad and stretch him, stretch right. him. <laughs> um, man, dude, it just, yeah, it's, it, it hit me kind of hard. Cause I'm like, fuck man. It was just, it was a flame that was snuffed out way yeah, too soon. Sucked. And, uh, you know, and how far can you really read into it? You know, 20 some years later, and have like animosity towards the company or negligence or whatever. I mean, you, you can hold that animosity at some point. It's got to be let go. Cause who, who knows, you know what happened? I mean, right. you can't fucking reverse it. So it's, it's just a shame, but uh, yeah, Owen's awesome, man. Um, yeah. I would, I would love to get him in. I, yeah, I was just, I was just going to suggest that who knows, who knows what's yeah, we, road, we actually you know? reached out. We we're having a hard time getting a hold of anybody there. And I'm not sure how many, how many things uh, Martha wants to do not to put right. words in her mouth. So I don't know if she's interested or not, or would be interested or wouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, we're definitely gonna, we're definitely gonna see if we can, you know, if there's any way we can do it, we would love to. And we would do it like donate all proceeds to the Owen Hart foundation. You know, I'm not even looking, I wouldn't even be looking to make money off of it. Um, that would be super I, awesome. I just think it would be cool to have them in the game. So, Oh yeah, for sure. It's been, it's been, so damn, so damn long since he's been in one. Yeah. Um, kind of moving on uh, a more positive note outside of the dark side of the ring because yeah. they kind of got in the sun. They got in some hairy shit. Uh, I did like how you brought up the cocaine and cowboy boots. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was that was really good. If you're gonna go out, you might as well go out like that, right? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> What's some of the uh, wrestling that you've been? Have you been watching anything lately? You've been keeping up with like NWA or AEW? what you can keep up with. I yeah, might add. A little bit, not a ton. I'll tell you, I almost all of my free time is going to working on the game. Mm. <laughs> so I'll, I'll watch mostly like uh, recap videos online uh, more than actual sitting down and watching the events right now. Right. Um, what's causing all this, the new uh, NWA series uh, mm. since I'm such a big fan of his. Uh, but um, I haven't been watching too, too much, but I still keep up on everything. Do you check out Carnyland? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about that on uh, last week's episode. Sretton has yet to watch it. Oh, so, really? I, I recommend it. Not yet. I, was, uh, I work from home now, and uh, I was going to put it on while I – because I, I usually listen to things. Now, I want to hear – I usually hear something first, especially on YouTube. I'll listen to it first, and then I'll watch it. I know it sounds weird, but – that's how I like to do it. Right. Uh, and I was going to do it today, but I was like, no, this is something the way that Justin's been hyping it. Um, I definitely need to sit down and just enjoy it and savor right. it. Right. So I would agree with that. I might that. do that yeah. tonight before I go to sleep, but yeah, next couple of days I'll watch for sure. I'm excited to watch it. It's good. And they got two episodes out now yep. every Tuesday. So until we get back to uh, the norm, which is who knows when the hell that's going to be. Uh, hopefully sooner <laughs> rather than later. Yeah. Right. Getting a little antsy. You know, I, I, I was never furloughed or anything. I, I continued working throughout this entire situation, which is, I mean, it, it's good and bad. There's pros and cons. I mean, yeah, I still got a steady paycheck, but it's still kind of scary when you have to deal with the public, you know, and you don't right. know who's who and people are coming in coughing or whatever. It's like, uh, 
Get my garlic. If you're anything like me, dental insurance isn't something you think about a lot. However, when the unexpected happens, it can help you avoid a costly dentist bill. Spirit Dental and Vision has dental plans that offer affordable rates and no waiting periods for major services. That means you can get coverage for major services like dental implants, crowns, and bridges right away instead of waiting months for your coverage to kick in. Spirit makes it easy to find the dental plan that's right for you. With other plans, you could run into high deductibles, long waiting periods, and expensive procedures might not even be covered. Plus, for a limited time, Spirit is waiving the $25 application fee. Just use promo code SPIRIT2020 at checkout. If you're looking for dental coverage made easy, visit spiritdental.com slash pod to gain a little peace of mind. That's spiritdental.com slash pod to get a quote in about 60 seconds. spiritdental.com slash pod. Santa Bucks are back at Meyer. Now through Saturday, you decide what's on sale and save even more on the things you love. Like a Nintendo Switch Lite, just $199.99. Or a fur real Mama Josie the Kangaroo for $49.99. And Meyer is now offering free pickup on orders of $50 or more. So we do the shopping and save you time during this busy holiday season. Enjoy the great deals at Meyer. Exclusions apply. Visit Meyer.com to get started. Out and all that shit. <laughs> Keep them vampires away, right? I went, I went, I got a story to share real quick. I went to the grocery store last week and um, the majority of people were wearing masks, doing the social distancing, being respectful, all that stuff. And and this older lady, we were we were in the fruit aisle, and this older lady coughed, and everyone turned their heads. <gasps> I was like, "Oh man, <laughs> leave her alone." She just coughed. She, she might have cleared her throat. And, yeah. And, and I guess everybody, like, I'm mindful. I don't. T- I I just was touching my face, but I won't touch my face. I won't cough or anything. But man, I just I thought it was crazy. She coughed, and everyone turned their head. Um, but I think people are um. They're the right amount of cautious, and I think they're, you know, for the most part, respectful, despite what the news is saying. Uh, but uh, like week week two of people staying at home when you went grocery shopping or for supplies, that wasn't the case. There was like an eeriness. There was like a weird vibe in right. the air, and now it's not. Uh, it's not so bad. So yeah, yeah. Where if you'd make a noise, everyone would stare at you. Yeah, like, why are you yeah. out of your house? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. God forbid you cough or something. It's oh, like right. the worst thing ever now. Like, the hell? <laughs> Stay away from this guy. He's deaf. But what I do, what, uh, uh, so there's like a, there's a, <clears throat> a large number of reasons I'm super excited for the game to come out. But if it doesn't come out in July, let's just assume it does. But if it does not, either way, what's cool now is a lot of people are spending a lot of time at home and rediscovering video games and rediscovering stuff that they like, rediscovering old stuff. Just they're just there's a lot more time to get into these like slower paced. Well, I should shouldn't say slower paced. I should say the time that uh, to do to do things at home. Um, and the majority of people are still going to stay at home. So when the game does launch, I I'm hopeful that it's going to be as big of a hit as I think it is going to be um, because of that fact. People are going to see just how fun it is. Um, and and like I, I am a big fan of like the arcade style. Like uh, right. I remember loving like NBA Jam and stuff. Oh yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, I, can't get, <laughs> I can't get too like I I love playing video games, but I suck at them. So <laughs> I play and I and and I just keep playing. But I'm terrible. We had a we had a uh, tournament. Um, was that was that two years ago, Justin? Yeah, yeah. No mercy. We had a tournament at the bookstore. I had and. Uh, just to tell you how bad I am at video games. I think there was 13 or 14 of us playing, uh, Mm. two children 
Um, and one kid, I think, was eight, nine, something like that. I, I don't even think it was that. Oh, yeah. He, let's say he was six. <laughs> he knocked me out of the tournament. He um, kicked your ass. So, what game yeah. was it? No mercy. Oh, yeah. really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. So he just – I started mashing buttons, and the kids started mashing buttons, and he was better at it. So <laughs> that was that. But it was super fun. So That's what it's all about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I gotta love the classics. What? Uh, so last time we talked. Um, well, actually, before I get into this, I want to ask you something too, because um, when Seren's talking about you know seeing the game and you know he's he knows people are gonna enjoy it. I mean, it's cool because you guys have been doing a uh, like it's a weekly uh, YouTube series, right? Kind of like keeping fans up to date on what you're working on and everything. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we started that on May first, so we're just about done our first month of doing that. And actually, it's two videos a week. We do a developer's vlog on Fridays and then mm. a kind of a fact thing on on Wednesday with just we typically cover like the real commonly asked questions or pick one to go through it. Um, the one that we released this morning was how we became the official sequel to WrestleFest, which is one of the common questions we get a lot. Now, I know most people will still ask that on Twitter all the time, and, but, you know, as long as the information is there, we can at least now we have a link to post um, where we can put some of the stuff up. But it's just, you know, we really wanted to, what we found, and I didn't really know this, but I've learned a lot through social, about social media going through this. You know, I figured if one person was on one thing, they're typically on everything. And it's really, I've noticed that we have, a, it's really distinct audiences where, yeah. Someone usually picks what social media they're more comfortable with and they they really just look on that one. So the the followers on Instagram are almost not completely. There's definitely some overlap, but it's a lot less overlap than I thought with like Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube. So one of the things where we were really lacking was YouTube followers and I don't I think there's a big YouTube audience there that would be very interested in our game, but oh, yeah. we just didn't have a big YouTube presence. So we wanted to grow that presence, <clears throat> so we let's start putting out regular videos on youtube um to try to grow the, the audience there and we've like doubled in a month so oh good, no doubt i wouldn't doubt it they have a good gaming community and it's it's yeah. it's funny you say that because it's something i noticed too and you know you have people that will just stick with solely twitter or facebook or whatever all you know when you're trying to do something like you're doing or like we're doing with the show it's an unfortunate thing because it's What's well, unfortunate because I'm the one having to control it all. Right. <laughs> Piece of shit. Um, you know, you got to be spread out. You really got to be everywhere because it, I feel like you're leaving, you know, potential followers or friends yep. or however you want to look at it on the table um, because you're not, at, you know, a perfect example is I just got, we just got on TikTok. I didn't want to even mess with it. Right. But the, as soon as I did, you know, people were there and views were there and, uh, it's, it's just crazy. You really got to be, if you're trying to do something productive that you want everybody to know about, uh, <laughs> you got to be everywhere. Yeah, and you got to use all the tools you have available. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, most definitely. And, and, and it can be a real struggle sometimes because you, you get spread thin, you know, and you feel like, I know at least with me, it's like, man, you know, I'm posting this here, I'm posting this there. Like, is that, should I be doing it here since I already posted that here, you know? And it's like, it's, oh, it's just, it, you got to hire some like social media mogul to figure this shit out. So well, that's what I did. Ah, <laughs> oh, he's a smart guy. So yeah. I do, I definitely do a lot of our social media, but the, like the kind of the, the, the routine posts, he are actually most of the initial posts he'll make. I'll post the stuff that's real specific. Like right. uh, if I'm testing at like 
midnight or something and I come across a cool bug or just a cool new video, I'll post stuff like that. But our social media guy does a great job. Uh, he's another Mike. We have actually three Mikes on our team. But uh, <laughs> Mike T does a great job with our social media. He really uh, hammered it out of the park. You know, he, he does a lot of relevant stuff. And it's not just about our game. It's just wrestling and video games in general. So I think we're a pretty cool follow if you do follow people on Twitter. We have a lot of interesting stuff that comes up as well. Uh, but he, he, he runs our, our Instagram, Twitter account. Uh, YouTube and Facebook. Um, you know, I answer a lot of the questions, but he helps me. He's well versed in everything related to the game, so we we kind of double team the the comment sections and answer as much as we possibly can. Have you guys? Uh, are you guys on Twitch at all? No, we are not. We have not done that yet. I think one of our artists uh, occasionally streams her doing mm-hmm. the artwork. Um. But we, we don't matter. I think there's a bunch of we have a pretty growing media uh, press list now with a bunch of uh, Twitch streamers and Mixer streamers on it. So I think we will at some point, um, you know, maybe get a demo unit to some of them or you're freaking me out with the camera. here. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Sorry to distract you. It was. I was relying on natural light and the natural light was starting to fade. So I had to, <laughs> I'm like, it looked like you were dancing or something. <laughs> I, well, I kind of was. So. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but so, yeah, we haven't done much live streaming. Um, I think that'll probably come out once we actually launch the game. I think we'll have a lot of, a lot of partners in that area. Oh yeah. It's I think huge. the game's going to be, it's, I think it's ripe for YouTube and Twitch streaming. Yeah like commentary and yeah, just having fun with people playing with people. And yeah, it's funny because one of the biggest things and not biggest, but something I found a, a very common uh, request that I, I never, I personally never really do it much in games, but just CPAI versus AI CPU versus CPU matches. Yeah. Uh, and it was a really a common request. And I know that's big in the fire pro community for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got a ton of requests for that. So we, we added that in so you can run any of the matches with just AI if you want to. Well, that's, and that's weird. Um, I mean, I always did that with like no mercy back in the day. I mean, I'm talking like even when it first came out. And so like when we, you know, started doing the show and trying to get like ideas for content for YouTube. And actually I do have one match that's on there and it was just like a test run that I did several years ago. It was like create a character, Joey Ryan versus Scott Hall. Um, you know, just let the computer decide who's best. Um, but that's something that I always wanted to get into and do more. And uh, shout out to like our homie uh, Mikey from Black Label Pro, who does that with the the Fire Pro now. Yep. And uh, it's it's this huge community. I mean, it. it but it's really cool because with games like that, when you have like endless possibilities of creative characters, I mean, it, it really could go on for a long time. And even if you didn't have something like that, I still think it's awesome the the possibility of this dream match. Uh, or, or whoever you want to put together with these characters on that roster and let the computer decide. I mean, it, it's right. fuck it, you know, make the match happen without you controlling it. It's like, it's like watching essentially watching a wrestling match, you know, that, yeah, and that's, that's how I look one it. of the reasons we want to keep building that roster and add, you know, we have a, we have a ton more features that we would love to add at some point. You know, mm-hmm. we don't really have a career mode or anything like that or booking your matches but we have a lot of ideas, and a lot of those ideas are actually already flushed out. Uh, it's just a matter of, uh, 
you know, we need a little bit more money to make all, get all these features into the game. Well, that's fine. I mean, people can use their imaginations until then. I, yep. I know I do. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> that's why I play fighting games and stuff. But it's like, to me, it's an adult version of playing with action figures, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fucking glad I could have RoboCop versus Terminator and Mortal Kombat. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, yeah, but the the gaming community, man, the, with all that streaming, it's it's crazy. Like my my twelve year old son's doing that now. He's he's got his own YouTube, and within like a week or two of being on there, he's like getting all these subscribers, and they're doing that the Fortnite gaming and all oh, that. Yeah. It's like I got a ten year old that does it. Yeah, isn't it crazy? It's like oh, just uh, you know, did doubles with so and so. Watch us get. I don't even know the lingo for it. You know, uh, I, can't, I think it's duels duels there you go i've been challenged to a duel once and let me tell you leather gloves fucking hurt when you get that. <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny because my, my kids actually aren't wrestling fans uh uh too much they know they know the big names in wwe but mm. even the concept of like tag team wrestling and and my son's like can we play duels i'm like what are you talking about and i'm like <laughs> we're, he's like we're, we're on the same team because that's a that's a mode in Fortnite. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, yes, it's called tag team. I'm like, please don't call it that. <laughs> What's a duel? <laughs> yeah. Oh man, that's a hell of a story right there, Mike. <laughs> um, so going forward, like, say, say you guys get the success with this game, um, do you have any plans to do something else outside of RetroMania? Yeah, I mean, there's, a, I have a bunch of ideas like floating around in my head that I would love to do. Um, you know, summon, you know, do we go another 2d pixel art game? Do we do a 3d something? Um, I'm a big fan of beat em ups, like the ones like, uh, Simpsons, X-Men arcade game, turtles and all that. Do we do something there? Or I'm also getting into VR a little bit. Um, so that might be an avenue I want to go back from, you know, 2d pixel art of the nineties to some (laughs) futuristic VR stuff. Right. I think that technology's still a little little ways off for like real mainstream. Um, because it's it's still pretty setup intensive and there's a lot of quirkiness uh to it right now, I think. But it's definitely a cool technology and I, I see things going that way and I would love to get involved there as well. Oh yeah. Now as far as uh beat 'em ups, I mean you, you big Streets of Rage fan at all? Have you, uh, played that? you know, I have it downloaded, I haven't really played it much, but Everything I've read is like the best beat 'em up to come out since who oh, knows when. Oh, it's uh, it's it's amazing. And they they throw a lot of the retro stuff in there. You can unlock the retro sprites yeah. and use them in the game and it's it's so cool. And it is so freaking difficult <laughs> too. You know, the old school, it's like yeah, they almost have like a cheat code or just spend days trying to get through right. that damn game, man. Yeah, and Mike, uh, Mike T, my, my my social media guy again. He's he put it in the top five ever of be his beat 'em up list. Oh yeah, I, I so. could see that. It's fun. It's it's fun. The graphics are great. The content's great. Like it, it just kind of came out of nowhere for me because I thought I thought they did something before, like a Streets of Rage sequel, or it was called something different. Right. And I didn't know that it that Streets of Rage four had even dropped. I just I think I saw somebody on youtube or a clip and i was like streets rage four what the hell like let me look into this oh you can buy it right yeah i got it i'm playing it right now next thing you know i'm doing a ps4 test stream on yeah. that 
like, hey, it's your boy, The Juice. I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but you're going to listen to me talk shit while I play Streets of Rage 4. <laughs> you getting it? So do you do any uh, online gaming yourself? Not not a ton. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said, most of my time is spent on this game right now. I, I was, right. I was, you know, before I really got started on this, I was playing a ton of Skyrim, which is actually a single-player game, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Um, I've played through that on the switch and I played it on the PC on top of that. Um, you know, I played a lot of breath of the wild. The only thing I I played some NBA playgrounds actually for the switch online. Um, but you know, actually, no, I'm not, I'm not NBA playgrounds. I played that, but, um, 2k, I'm sorry, 2k online, uh, NBA 2k. So Ooh, I'm going to challenge you. Oh, you got it. For uh, I'm not that, I get my butt kicked in my own house. I can't beat anybody <laughs> in my house. <laughs> I love but, that game, man. Yeah, it's a great game. So, I mean, I don't, I don't play a ton of online stuff, but I do play, you know, like the 2k stuff um, and stuff like that. I, I've, I've tried, I forget what fighting game I went online with and I just got my butt kicked constantly and I'm like, forget it. <sighs> I mean, with those, it's really like pick and choose. Yeah, that's why usually I try to get them right when they come out because you have this small window of like people right. know what the hell they're doing. You can get <laughs> some online achievements or whatnot. Right. And then after like a day goes by, all these kids have mastered it because they've been, you know, hopped up on Mountain Dew and right. God knows what else, uh, Takis and shit. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, yeah, I playing. think I remember playing Mortal Kombat versus DC online. Ooh, oh yeah. Uh, and I just got getting my stuff. butt kicked left and right. <laughs> yeah. It's tough, man. The, a lot of those fighting games and the way that they're uh, – I, I actually just got Tekken 7. I mean, that's like – if you want to talk about, like, the ultimate button masher fighting game, I mean, it's got to be Tekken. <laughs> like, it's doing these power moves out of nowhere or maybe uh, even, like, a Marvel versus Capcom deal. Right. Um, well, so- I heard Marvel versus Capcom 2 was supposed to be at Evo this past year. I mean, what? it didn't happen. But they were bringing that back, yeah. Whoa, like revamped and all that? Yeah, they're just – I think – I don't know what they're running on. If they're running it on the – they might have been using the Dreamcast to do it. Oh, man. <laughs> don't miss, quote me on what system. Don't quote me on what system it was, but I know I'd read or heard somewhere that they were going to – it was going to be at Evo this year. Damn, that'd be awesome. That's – to me, that's like the ultimate fighting game. I had so much fun on that. Yeah. I, I had it for Dreamcast. I, I, I still have it on 360 when they had it in the arcade. Yeah. Um, Actually, I have it on PS2, actually. Really? (laughs) Yeah, I went through (laughs) and unlocked everything. Uh, It's funny, I didn't get a Dreamcast until much later. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, when they were like 20 bucks? (laughs) Yeah, they were super cheap. I think I got it to import Fire Pro Wrestling D. Oh, really? Which was an import only, yeah. Oh, man, back all that Dreamcast stuff. I mean, you could just burn games on what, like a CDR? Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Part of the reason, other than uh, no like real third party support, yeah, that, that thing went under, which is a shame because, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but wasn't that like really the first online um gaming console? I think the one that tried to take it mainstream, yeah, right. You know, I think, um, for like online play and stuff like that, yeah, I think, I think you're right. R.I.P. Dreamcast, we'll miss you. And every year, every September, there's always somebody talking about like it's coming back. Nine nine ninety. What was it? Nine nine ninety nine. Yep, nine nine ninety nine. Nine. God, 
<laughs> remember that old advertising for that. When yeah. didn't they have uh who was it? It was like the hibachi guy or the samurai dude. Wasn't he like the <laughs> spokesperson for Dreamcast? <laughs> oh man, what happened, Sega? Uh, what happened? I just saw an interesting story. There was like, so after the failure of that and, you know, their dumbass decision to keep, you know, they had what, Saturn or whatever coming out and then they were still adding on to the Genesis and not yeah, phasing it out. Yeah. And I, I'm guilty. I mean, I had a 32X, you know, and, uh, or, yeah, that's what it was. Wasn't it the, the top loading one? Yeah, that was a 32X. Yeah. And, uh, and that attached to your Sega, which attached to the Sega CD. Yep. Which if Saturn was coming out, what well, what the hell do you even need Sega CD for? I remember, God, was it like Sewer Shark or something? Yeah, that was it. I had that. I actually liked that game. That game that game was like about the only decent game they had. There might have been one other one, but I I, I don't really remember playing much of the Sega right. CD. What was, what would you say your favorite console has been like over the years? Like out of the arcades, like home console. Yeah, uh, that's a tough one. Uh, you know, I, I probably. I must have put the most hours into probably Super Mario on the NES. Like, so, I mean, that was a big one. I mean, I played a lot, though. I had the Atari 800 computer was my first gaming console. <laughs> so we had, um, we had Centipede for that, Star Raiders, Missile Command, uh, games like that. But I was probably a big Sega Genesis was because that's, you know, that's what I had in college. And we played a ton of NHL hockey. Oh yeah, NHL and, uh, five was my shit. And we would play it, and we would we turned it into a drinking game, which you do most things in college. And we would <laughs> we would pull goalies, and basically <laughs> you drink every goal. So you you pull the goalies out and um, and just have fun, <laughs> see who stays awake. <laughs> All right. <laughs> But yeah, oh, I've, I've really like I had I had an NES. <laughs> I sold my NES to buy my Genesis. I got the Sega CD. I actually never had a 32X. I sold the Se- Genesis and the Sega CD to buy a 3DO. Oh yeah, I had one of those. <laughs> oh, um, man. And that was and I bought it before they dropped in price. Like oh my god, I spent so much money on that thing. <laughs> oh, but they were like, super Star- expensive. Star- Way of the Warrior, I actually really liked, even though it was a pretty crappy game, but I I liked it. Because I like Mortal Kombat like you. I like that kind of digitized yeah. graphics. Oh, yeah. Um, and I played Star Control 2. It was a really fun game. But 3DO was the first one that had like a 32-bit Madden game. And that's really why I bought it. Um, because it had that next-level Madden that just blew everything else away. Um, then I think I sold that to get a PlayStation. And then I went PlayStation, PlayStation 2. And I actually didn't even have an N64 till like later in life, so I had to go back and play all the the wrestling games on it much later. I just couldn't afford it at the time to get both. At that time, I only had one one version of the console. Like I never had a Super Nintendo. I never had a mm-hmm. Master System. You know, I just didn't have enough money to buy all this stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. it's funny now I have a little more money to buy consoles and games, but now I just don't have time to play them. <laughs> <laughs> right? Because you got to make your own. Yeah. It's a tough life, man. It's yeah, I know. I, it's a th- <laughs> first world problem, right? <laughs> right. Uh, so you guys, I mean, you got some merch uh, for sale stuff too, right? Like at Pro Wrestling Tees, Retromania yeah, shirts? Co- yeah, we have a couple T-shirts up. And we're probably all of our guys uh, that you see on our website, all the caricatures, they're going to be up on the store pretty soon, probably the next probably two weeks. 
we'll have everybody's shirt up there. And and those shirts, uh, the proceeds for those shirts get split between the wrestlers and and uh, a charity of their choice. So we oh, actually don't, awesome. we don't take any of the the proceeds from uh, the shirts. Um, and you know, they, a portion goes to charity and a portion goes to the wrestler. Who did the artwork for that? Yeah, so um, a, a, a studio called Foo Essence, which is actually out of Spain, uh, two guys by the name of Fran and Miguel, who I've known for about 10 years. Mm. Um, they've, I've commissioned them to do I found them uh, years ago, and they commissioned some artwork, and I've just kept in touch with them through the years. And when I started uh, Retromania, I knew I wanted to get them to do all these caricatures and some, some of the – they did the story uh, mode artwork as well. Just really talented, both of them. Oh yeah, um, it's it's really cool too because it gives it its own unique style. You yep. know, I, I love the exaggerated artwork, the character work. Um, it, it, it to me, it really makes every wrestler like pop. You know? Yep. I mean, you yeah, we get- definitely wanted to. You know, one of the things we don't have a huge roster, at least not yet. So we really treat um, every wrestler and every announcement we do real special. We want. The attention on them. We want the details there. Um, we're trying to get even the sprite work as detailed as we can on each of the wrestlers as well. And you guys, uh, so I mean, you got you got a stacked roster, but you also um, tell everybody out there listening and watching who you have for your referees and for your commentary team. Yeah, so um, we have Ryan from House of Hardcore, who is a, is a referee. Um, and then we have uh, Pat, who is an indie wrestler or an indie referee. He's he's worked all over the place. So they're going to be the first two to start. And our commentary team is going to be Ian Ian Riccoboni from uh, Ring of Honor uh, and Cole Cabana, who used to be a Ring of Honor. The two of them were the 2018 commentary team of the year, according to Bill Apter. Uh, so, and I think we signed them back in 2018, or maybe a little earlier in 2019. Um, so they're going to be doing, uh, the commentary. They recorded a bunch of lines already. Um, and then we're going to be announcing our, um, ring announcer shortly. Oh man. (laughs) There's one guy that he he just, you heard about the Fink, right? Uh, yeah. I mean, unfortunately we looked into that. He's he's WWE for life. So we couldn't have got him. Yeah. But, um, I would have loved to have had him in it. Which sucks because they didn't ever do anything with him. Yeah. I mean, I guess other than he was like their first official employee. So maybe he just sat at home and collected a check. But it's not, he wasn't doing many of the video games, you know, unless 2K had like the uh, old school storyline and they had him, you know, right. like something like that. So that, that, that kind of sucks, man. But yeah, I heard a funny uh, story about him, Tommy Dreamer told uh, on his podcast. Uh, what's that? That uh, he he was reaching like some milestone for number of years worked at WWE or something, mm. and dr- right before he hit, it was like I don't know if it was you know thirty years or whatever it was. He, he says, "Hey, let's fire him for one day so he doesn't hit this milestone, <laughs> and the clock has to start over or something, and then hire him right back." And they're like, "You can't say that. Why would you say that?" And, and he's like, he actually liked the idea, but I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah, they would end another streak, right? Right, right. would <laughs> be good at that. Um, is there any other games that you're looking forward to outside of uh, what you're creating? <clears throat> on well, I'm, you know what? I'm really curious to see um, what the next-gen consoles do 
Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you can have all this power, but until you have a game or developer that knows what to do with it, who knows? Because the one thing with that, like the Switch isn't super powerful, but Breath right. of the Wild was the best game I'd played in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I really, really got into that game. So I'm interested to see what the next gen, but the one that's not next gen, but it's coming out for the PS4, Ghosts of... Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. It's uh, like some samurai thing or yeah, whatever. on the PS4. That mm. looks that looks pretty cool. Yeah. Um, I've, I've seen some of the test uh, videos that they've done for... Uh, I think I've seen both systems. I know I saw the Xbox one for sure. And I thought I saw some PS... Yeah, I did see the PS5. Um, I mean, it looks great. Yeah. But, but what, you know, it's get, there's only so much graphics can do. You know what I mean? If the gameplay sucks... Yeah, you think game. What? so? It takes usually takes a, the actually the developers a little while to kind of get in a groove and being able to unlock the potential of of the system that they're actually putting on there. But the specs are incredible, so we'll see what they can do. I th- I would think with all the power in these new um, machines coming out, and even some of the current stuff, like uh, man, like it would be cool to see another like an old school Mortal Kombat, you know, where it's digitized or right. like the wrestlemania the arcade game it'd be super cool i mean in essence isn't that as close as we're ever going to get to like looking like we do now and like but we're video game sprites and doing crazy shit (laughs) you know you think video games will ever reach that point well i think eventually it'll become indistinguishable you know yeah probably in our lifetime i mean i think it's going to be a point where Mm -hmm. you're in vr and you're walking around and it seems like real people in the real world Man, so it's going to be like, uh, what was that damn movie? Uh, Ready Spielberg. Player One. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think you'll be able to interact like that. They can in that because I think, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, eventually you probably will, but I just I just feel like I don't think we're too far off. I, I would say 10 years and we'll be walking around in VR and it'll be, I mean, because they're not far. I mean, if you've played any VR stuff, you get immersed. The immersion level mm-hmm. in those games is incredible. Uh, How many times have you walked into the damn wall, Mike? Yeah, yeah, that is tough. (laughs) The the logistics, do you know what I have the biggest problem with? um, My brother has it, and he has a fan in the room where his is. Mm-hmm. So and I'm I'm you know I'm six almost I'm six two so when I reach my arms up over my head I hit the fan. Oh, uh, pretty annoying. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean it wasn't on luckily, but you know you just you just if you suddenly put your arm up or something uh, and hitting it, I thought I broke it one time, but yeah, I've knocked stuff over before and stuff like that. So I think you know when that I it's funny I've never played the PlayStation VR though so. That's something I would I would like to play Skyrim over again with that. Well, that's the one I've heard that's uh, really been making a lot of headlines was the PlayStation one, right? But it's like ungodly expensive, isn't it? Like five or six hundred bucks or something like that. Yeah, they're all pretty. I think the PlayStation one might be a little bit cheaper than that, but maybe cheaper. Know, yeah, yeah, but I know like Steam or the Valve one and Oculus. Oculus has a new built-in one now, so it's, you don't need a separate PC. But the technology will get there. I think it's getting better each iteration. So, and the way technology progresses now is just amazing, yeah. you know. I mean, it's crazy to think we were playing, you know, Atari and Nintendo, and you know, as kids and young yeah, adults, it's only less like than thirty years ago, yeah, right. And looking at this stuff, like, man, why is this shit gonna look good? <laughs> I know. 
And now it's still, like, like I still go back and play like Mike Tyson's punch out for fairly oh. frequently. You oh, know, it's yeah. just, and I have like, you know, I played Spider-Man, the, the latest one, you know, it's two years old now, but the, the one by Insomniac, it's an amazing game. It looks incredible. Yeah. It's super fun to play, but I still go back and play like, I just have a lot of fun. And my kids actually are big into some old NES. They're big fans of Tyson uh, uh, for Punch-Out, Super Punch-Out, um, you know, a bunch of games on those old Donkey Kong Country for, for uh, Super Nintendo. Oh yeah, Super Mario World is still a classic game, and and you know, say what you will, like oh, we, you know, we're just old, but it's not the case because my kids play that stuff too, and they don't have any of the nostalgia for it as we do. But it's right. like it's fun, you know, it's just mm-hmm. a fun game. There's just something about you know controlling a character on the screen, and even if it's not super state of the art graphics, they're still easy to pick up and play the old school stuff. And there's that fun factor. I mean, that's what mobile gaming is. You know what I mean? It's Exactly. In most cases, it's not state-of-the-art graphics. It's that pick-up-and-play, and anybody can just jump in and play it. And that's what we're doing with Retromania as well. And that's good. You need that. You know, it's it, it's like you try to tell a jaded wrestling fan or something. It's like if you're trying to tell them about AEW, you know, like you, I, to me, AEW is a perfect example of like what you're saying. It's something that anybody can just jump in, whether you're new or you're old-school jaded fan or whatever, just jump right into it and like feel – feel good about what you're watching, you know, cause entertainment value and, you know, the, the professionalism as far as the wrestling and everything goes. So it's good that you have that with the game too, especially when you're representing the sport of professional wrestling, you know, and the Absolutely. entertainment and all that. So that's super cool. You, you gotta have that, you know, for sure. For sure. And you guys, you guys, uh, I, I just want to congratulate you again, Mike, cause you guys are firing on all cylinders. It's been, <laughs> It's been an absolute pleasure to watch the growth of this game and and to see the buzz, the huge fucking buzz about this game because you guys got the entire wrestling community a buzz and, and just ready to make it rain, you know. So good on good From on your you lips for that. to God's ears. <laughs> That's right, baby. Yeah. From the America Dreams lips. <laughs> Well, Mike, I'd like to thank you once again for coming back on here. We'll have to do this again sometime, man. Uh, let everybody know real quick where they can find you at and uh, your planned release date for the game. Yeah, so we're RetromaniaWrestling.com. Um, all of our social media at Retrosoft Studios. We're on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. We have a Reddit, subreddit. Um, and maybe maybe we'll join TikTok with you. Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> you need to get on there, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's weird then, i still i still don't know if what i'm putting on there is supposed to be like tiktok or not you know but right. i do it anyways <laughs> and then uh release date we, we can pre, you can pre-order now on the switch and for steam on our website though not on the eShop or the steam store uh and get a five dollar discount 24.99 and we will be on all the online stores when we're about 30 days out from launch we are still working towards the the end of july um, but like I said, if it's not ready, we will push it a few weeks to, to finish up that polish and make sure everybody has a great experience once they do get it in their hands. Hell yeah. And they're going to get it in their hands. Just like, I'm going to get you guys in my hands if you don't listen to the Juice Pro Wrestling Podcast because we're available on all podcasting platforms every week. And we get badass mofos like Mike Herman from Retrosoft Studios to talk about all the cool shit that they're doing and what they got going on. Sretton, tell the people, tell them goodbye. Goodbye.
You're the absolute shits. Hey, <laughs> until next time, subscribe at jpdub.com. Wet them up. Wet them up. Wet them up. Wet them up! Oh, my God, I'm so excited for Retromania Wrestling. It's going to be such a buzz. I can skip for you. Get By the game. You gonna do sex to me? If you're anything like me, dental insurance isn't something you think about a lot. However, when the unexpected happens, it can help you avoid a costly dentist bill. Spirit Dental and Vision has dental plans that offer affordable rates and no waiting periods for major services. That means you can get coverage for major services like dental implants, crowns, and bridges right away instead of waiting months for your coverage to kick in. Spirit makes it easy to find the dental plan that's right for you. With other plans, you could run into high deductibles, long waiting periods, and expensive procedures might not even be covered. Plus, for a limited time, Spirit is waiving the $25 application fee. Just use promo code SPIRIT2020 at checkout. If you're looking for dental coverage made easy, visit spiritdental.com slash pod to gain a little peace of mind. That's spiritdental.com slash pod to get a quote in about 60 seconds. Spiritdental.com slash pod. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.